You're listening to Miscast Commentary. Hey everybody, welcome to Miscast Commentary, a coming attractions episode. I'm Joe Finley, conspicuous by his absence, Todd Tebow, the Sailor Murray. He will not be here tonight. He had some other things to handle, so I'm going to handle this by myself. Handling things by myself, one of my number one skills. So... Not a lot to do today. Going to let you know what we're doing next week. Todd will be here next week to handle that with us. Uh, and then I just want to play a little game today. I just want to have a little theoretical fun with you. Not real fun, just theoretical fun. So we're not going to take up a lot of your time, but we are coming up. I think you probably noticed we're coming up on our 100th episode. Uh, not counting for fact the fact that we've already had 100 episodes. We've had 200 episodes. Uh, you know, when you count the half episodes and the bonuses and all that. Just the way we numbered our episodes, we're coming up on number 100. Deal with that however you see fit. Now, that's coming up. You'll notice at the beginning we had a new logo. We've updated our logo. We've been on the air for almost three years now, or over three years now, in fact. And we're going to, uh, yeah, just liven things up a little bit. I uh, hope you guys liked it. If you had a little look... Uh, in the background, you'll see on a lot of VHS tape covers in our logo, and you'll see those are all movies that we've actually covered on the show. Uh, just a fun little Easter egg that I'm telling you directly about right off the bat. Um, but if maybe you've seen the logo on any of the social media pages or anything like that, maybe you've caught it, maybe you haven't, uh, and you can see all the way to the end. And you'll actually see, depending on where you go and you see our cover photos and stuff, you might see more movies uh, in some logos than in others. So... I leave it to you to look it up, and there might be a few spoiler alerts as to what movies we're doing moving forward. Uh, So keep an eye out for that. Now, what are we going to add to that pile of movies? And I'm not saying graphically like we're going to update the logo and stuff like that with each individual movie that comes up. I filled the screen. I think that's sufficient. Hopefully I won't have to do it again. I might take out some of these other ones. I might start removing some of the movies that we didn't care for as much from our history, but uh, probably not. It it was a lot of work, so I'm not going to bother. Anyways, what we're adding to our library of watched and commented on movies, we're going to take two things. We're going to take Sylvester Stallone. It's an icon and a fixture of this program, and will always be a fixture of this program until we run out of movies to talk about from him. Then we take Canon Films. Another fixture, another very important thing to us. And then we put those two things together, and then we make them battle this way, and then that way. Turn your hat around, and you go over the top. Let's take a look at the trailer. What are the odds on Lincoln Hawks? 20 to 1, pal. Real long shot. Hawks, let's go. The world meets nobody halfway. Remember that. The world has always bet against Lincoln Hawks. This guy's nothing. Why'd you leave us? It won't happen again. What my grandson found, I don't care how you do it, do it. But a winner never listens to the odds. Whatever happens, I want you to stay with him. Guarantee. You ain't got a prayer in Vegas. You never had anything, so you have nothing to lose. All I want to do is hurt him 
crippling. Get him off the table. All I care about is you. You're my boy, you understand? The world beats nobody halfway. Now is the time to do for yourself. I love you. Sylvester Stallone, over the top. Good Lord, we are coming with you, or coming to you, better yet, with Over the Top. Very excited to be doing this one. I love it very much, and that's not all. That's not all for this episode, anyways. Uh, We are going to be talking to you today... I want to play a little game. I have done this before. You might have seen it on Twitter when I did a kind of a fantasy casting of uh, if they did a Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic movie. And I had fun doing that, and I made an appearance on another podcast, and then we discussed it, uh, and I enjoyed that. And I just started thinking about this one movie. Out of nowhere, really, it was apropos of nothing, but we decided to... Well, I decided to. This is This is very unilateral. Nobody... I decided to just share with you what my kind of fantasy casting would be for a remake, reboot, what have you, of Police Academy. You get the idea. So, I looked at it. Now, this isn't in terms of I'm casting this movie today and I have to fit everybody in the exact role that they need to be in. And then you can look at a guy and go, oh no, that guy's too old to play that. Or that guy's too young. I mean, I tried to make it as realistic as possible still, but uh, it doesn't matter. I'm not the casting director of this movie that doesn't exist, so we are not concerned. We'll call this miscasting. I I don't know. I'm sorry. This is what happens when I'm alone. But what we're going to do, so I'm just going to take you through just kind of the main, main guys. I'm not filling love interests. I'm not filling, I'm not even filling Bobcat Goldthwaite because quite frankly, he is irreplaceable irreplaceable done uh other characters i'm reimagining them in a little way for uh you know because certain people were cast for certain reasons and so i'm getting creative with the whole process so i will start with the simplest one mahoney played by steve gutenberg in the original of course we all love him lava lanchilla you know brought him back into our lives in a real way uh, I put in, I, this guy's probably the most on-the-nose choice of the ones that I have, but I don't know, it doesn't, just because it's on-the-nose doesn't mean it's not right. I pick Ryan Reynolds to play this role. Again, ideally, if you're talking from an age standpoint, you're having people enter a police academy, yeah, you want people to be in your 20s or whatever, but we're going to let this slide. Ryan Reynolds in this role. Uh, you could... If you really, really wanted to in the age that he is, you could probably write every single other person into this. Uh, But that's not how we're doing it. We're just, again, we're just spitballing here. Uh, You can, feel free though, email and let us know what you think of these choices and who you would pick. And Or if you say, hey, don't pick anybody, the first movie was perfect. Or don't pick anybody because if they remake any another movie, I'm going to like bomb a building. Uh, Not me. That's the person theoretically threatening me. Just get off my back, CIA. Yeah, so that's... We got Mahoney, Ryan Reynolds. Great. Now, Larvel Jones, played by Michael Winslow, known for all his sound effects and all that kind of thing. I don't know anybody who repeats the whole sound effect thing outside of, like, a beatboxer or something like that. Doesn't really uh, get... It doesn't really meet my expectations of what the character would be. So I'm going to scrap the sounds. 
And you're like, oh, scrap the sounds. Well, what the hell are you going to do? What's Jones going to be? Let's go with impressions. Let's put an impressionist in instead of a sound effects guy and then have him use, like, in the same way where you had somebody, you know, doing the, like, he'd do weird, like, announcer voices or do whatever, but you can have him making a phone call as a different person or doing this, that, or the other thing. And I pick Jay Farrow. SNL, uh, you can still see him. If you Google Jay Farrow impressions, he's showing up on every radio station and he does stand-up and does all that. You can see him do his impressions of absolutely anything at any time. And he does fantastic impressions uh, across the board. He does his Denzel, all these other guys. It was actually really funny to me that I was watching The Masked Singer with my wife and I guessed who the first person was based on Jay Farrow's impression of him, because I wasn't super familiar with how he sounded. And it was his speaking voice, and it was and it was Lil Wayne. And I was like, that sounds like Jay Farrow's impression of Lil Wayne, was basically was my guess, and it ended up being him. So, good on you. That means he did a good job, because I remembered his voice more than I remembered Lil Wayne's voice. So we have that going for us. A lot of face tattoos with that. Not in the impression, but just... In life, whatever. Hightower, famously played by Bubba Smith. Big dude, intimidating dude. Well, we can find a big dude, an intimidating dude. Now, again, he's a little on the older side, but Bubba Smith was a retired athlete at his time and stuff like that, too, so we could probably get away with this. Maybe make him lose a little bit of weight. Shaquille O'Neal, he's been in movies, for better or worse. He has been a police officer. He was a deputy of some sort in Miami. It was a whole thing. But he, like, took, like, police courses and the whole deal. And he's quite funny. And I think that he would be and at, like, seven foot two and however many thousands of pounds he is. He's, he's a presence. And I think that that would be really cool to have him on there. So, Shaq Diesel. You're in. You're in my movie. Now I'm going to take you to Hooks. Uh, if you don't remember Hooks, she was played by uh, Marion Ramsey. And she was the little soft, squeaky voice. And then she would be, freeze, dirtbag! And she'd really yell. I'm not yelling because I have children to sleep. You know how it is. Uh, but not in a reimagining so much, but kind of... I guess you could probably just go the squeaky voice in that. But I'm going to take Yvette Nicole Brown. She's in... So many of my favorite things. So this is really just kind of a fanboy uh, casting, but I think she's she'd be a great at the uh, role. And she was in Community. You've heard me mention it about 45 billion times on this show. Uh, so that's who I take for hooks. Uh, Tackleberry. David Graff plays him in the original one. Tense, militia-style kind of guy. Uh, I take somebody who has played... Without the guns, a fairly similar role, and somebody who I think would do a wonderful job with it. And I take Rain Wilson from The Office fame and many other things. Uh, I think he would be fantastic. He also kind of looks like Tackleberry. That didn't, uh, that sweetened the deal a little bit for me. I think that he would be hilarious in the role. I think that he would be, I, I, th I think anybody who saw that he was in it would be, yeah, perfect, no problem. I think that is, I, I think he's a great choice for that. So that's where we're going for Tackleberry. Now we get into some of the older characters. We're going to go with Commandant Lassard, the oafish yet lovable Commandant of the Police Academy, uh, played by George Gaines in the original. I remember him and his goldfish. 
I take, I actually went two different ways with this one. I had two different people I picked. My main pick, so the person who I'm, I'm standing behind, is Dick Van Dyke. Because he is a good actor. He's a lovable guy. He's kind of that older whatever. He's got some good physicality about him. There was some fun physical jokes with Glissard and all that kind of stuff. So I think I land on Dick Van Dyke. But if I were to go in another direction with it, I went with somebody else and I went with Bob Newhart. And I thought that that would be really funny, this really kind of soft-spoken, uh, nervous, neurotic kind of you know, leader of police. I thought that I thought that was just a funny twist on it. But I, to be really frank, I'm terrified that both of them will die. I think Dick Van Dyke might outlive me, but Bob Newhart might die before the movie actually finishes. So uh, I, that, I did take that into consideration. But Dick Van Dyke is my choice for that. Uh, Lieutenant Harris, the hard-nosed... I don't know. He was, well, he was a lieutenant. I was going to say a drill sergeant, but he was a lieutenant. And he was a teacher at the academy and really hard on Mahoney and all those guys. And then wasn't in the second one, rightfully so, because he was working at the police academy. And so they had that Mauser guy. But then they end up bringing him back for the other ones, and they just say, you know, to hell with it all. And I looked at him, and I like him a lot. He was played by uh, G.W. Bailey. In the original, who was also in Short Circuit. We'll get to that sooner than later, trust me. Uh, but he's good, but I wanted somebody who's a bit more physical presence, a little bit more intimidating to your Mah your Mahoney's and your Joneses and whatnot. Obviously not to Hightower, because he just destroys. But I picked Ron Perlman for this role. He'd be a hard ass. He's got the the box cut and I'd put like a good old mustache on him, a nice white mustache. I would remove Dick Van Dyke's white mustache too while we're on the, on the subject, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, so yeah, Ron Perlman would be my choice for that. And Harris needs a proctor. I know what you're saying, the purists. I, oh God, I hope there are purists of Police Academy because I want to hear from you the most. Uh, purists would say, Proctor wasn't in the first one. He was in the second one and then just became a mainstay with Lieutenant Harris after Mauser and blah, 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 blah. These are all things, and I, I know you're saying, hey, Joe, you're saying this, so are you a purist? Not really. I do notice these things, but no, I, I just notice them. It's fine. But I put in this role, uh, Lance Kinsey played him in the first one. I know that may, doesn't might not mean a ton to you, but he means something to me, damn it. Uh, but I put to you Bill Hader as Proctor. I think he'd be fantastic. I think he'd be really funny. Uh, I actually considered him for Harris, to be honest with you, but I just thought, again, if I'm contrasting age and all these kind of things with all these other characters, I was like, ah, he's younger than some of the other people, and I was like, hey, we need somebody a bit older um, for Harris. So he would make a good proctor under Ron Perlman. I think that would be a really funny deal. I did, as a backup, again, going in a slightly different direction, uh, I went with a Charlie Day. Ah, uh, Charlie Day. Just any Charlie Day you can find. No, but <laughs> Charlie Day from Always Sunny Philadelphia, all those good things. Uh, I think he would be good. And then you've also got their, uh, Charlie Day's little uh, experience with Ron Perlman in Pacific Rim. I was actually trying... Full honesty here. I was actually trying to remember if it was Pacific Rim or Atlantic Rim because I know both movies exist and I remember both titles, but I know that one is obviously a good one and one was the one that 
they made a ripoff version so that people might accidentally buy it on demand and stuff like that. That's a whole other thing. That's why there's transmorphers and all those other things as well. Uh, so that's my cast. So taking out Bob Newhart and Charlie Day, those are my backups. So we have Ryan Reynolds, Jay Farrow, Shaquille O'Neal, Yvette Nicole Brown, Rain Wilson, Dick Van Dyke, Ron Perlman, Bill Hader. Now, you obviously, like, Kim Cattrall was in the original one. I uh, wasn't in any of the further ones. You can have some kind of love interest come in for that if you want. Uh, you can do all sorts of fun things with the other roles. Um, who was it? Um, Kaczynski. I can't remember his name. But uh, he who was, used to be on Saturday Night Live as well. He was, like, he was a character in, I think it was part three, to be honest. Uh, and... All the other people, if you want to create a Bobcat Goldthwait-esque character or any of these other things, you can do that. But this is what I've done. If you want to add to it, if you want to change what I've done, email us, podcast at miscastcommentary.com, or email, or uh, go on Twitter and hashtag at, or not at, I said hashtag and then I said at like an idiot, <laughs> and get us hashtag miscastpoliceacademy. And then just add your guys in there. I would love to. We'll read them on the air next time we do the coming attractions or something like that. Or you can call us, 289-769-3288. So you can call that number. That's it for the episode, really. Not a lot more to deal with. Uh, I do want to thank everybody who has been so nice about uh, our new podcast, Binge Watchers on the Wall. We've got that released on Patreon right now. You can join our Patreon. Uh, that is at the $5 a month tier, if you are so inclined. And you'll get four episodes of that a month, as well as early releases of our movie commentaries for this episode, or for this show. Uh, and you can get some other little fun bonuses there, too. We're going to be doing some other uh, fun commentaries that we'll be adding to the mix. Uh, but Binge Watchers on the Wall, a Game of Thrones podcast, is on there now. Uh, we will be releasing it to the public uh, sometime in the future. We don't have a date for that yet because we want to see how the Patreon's going. We want to see how people are enjoying it and all that sort of thing. So until next time, when we do Over the Top, Todd will be back with me. I'm Joe Finley. Find us at miscastcommentary.com. Podcast at miscastcommentary.com is the email. Twitter at miscastpodcast. I'm at JK Finley. Todd is at Miscast Todd. Uh, Instagram at Miscast Commentary. I'm at JK Finley there as well. Uh, you can find us on Tumblr. You can find us on Facebook. Join our Facebook group. Uh, you can find other performances. Well, not performances, but appearances by me on other podcasts. If you go to miscastcommentary.com and go under uh, the bios, you'll see under my name that's got links to all of the different podcasts that I have appeared on, including Dueling Decades and uh, Sequel Rights and Who Cares Anyway. Uh, a lot of great people I've had the opportunity to uh, talk to and work with, and it's been a lot of fun. So go check that, those out while you're just killing time and waiting for the next thing get the patreon so you can get another episode going on where uh this week you'll get episode two so season one episode two of game of thrones and you'll hear some fun predictions by todd about what's gonna come and just it's it's really fun so anybody who doesn't know what it is it's the two of us watching game of thrones together i've seen every episode i know i have a good working understanding of the westerosi world 
Todd has never seen an episode. He does not know any spoilers. The only thing that he knew-ish, he says in the very first episode, and it happened in the very first episode. So beyond that, he has no knowledge of this show whatsoever. He does not know about the red wedding. He does not know about the purple wedding. He won't listen to this, so I'm not really concerned. I'm not spoiling anything. Uh, the... <laughs> Uh, all of these things are going to be completely new to him. You can listen to him react in real time. You can listen to me guide him on this journey through the show, which kind of everybody needs from time to time. Like those shows can be intense where you just like, you get those, the end of some of those episodes and then you're just like, <sighs> and you need somebody who wears a yellow shirt. <laughs> to those of you listening, I'm wearing a very yellow shirt right now and we can, just all watch it together. You can re-experience it in a fun way, not a judgy way, uh, as was the way it was watched in its last season especially. Uh, so you can do all of that by joining our Patreon and or just waiting us out until we get until we we're like, okay, we want everybody to hear this. But that's gonna be a long time. So that's up to you. Now, until next week, over the top, Joe Finley. Todd Murray not here. We'll be here next week. We'll see you later. This has been Miscast Commentary with your hosts, Joe Finley and Todd Murray. Executive producer, Joe Finley. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Visit www.miscastcommentary.com for all news related to the podcast. Miscast Commentary is a Miscast Media Production. 